Hi there, and welcome to JK We Are Rolling, an actual play podcast about three young wizards who attend the most prestigious wizarding school in all of Germany. My name is Michael Moore, and I am the magician master of this game, of this podcast. And what that means is, well, sometimes I write beautifully crafted stories, worlds of dialogue, reams of pages of paper that soar mostly through the internet and back into my brain after I've written them. Uh, And sometimes I just write down like a few words and I hope that that's enough. And you'll find out which one of those it was for today's episode very soon. But who do I write all of this down for? Well, none other than my incredible fellow storytellers, and let's meet those folks now. Hello there, I am Sebastian Kinder, and I play Eric Miller, musician magician with a troubled past. Most people forget who he is, I mean there are some who remember him, uh, but in the actual situation it might be good if people forget who he is so they don't have a reason to go after him. But I don't think that will happen. Never say never. Never say never. But I can see the Magician Master, and it's not going to happen. No, never. Anyway, hi guys, it's me, Lucas Fischer. And I, of course, play Jasper Casper, who is a human wizard from the non-magical world. And all that Jasper wants is try and find a place to belong. And I'm positive that we can help him. And see, guys, I did a difference here. I can be fun too. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if Cecily can help you because she might never return, but that's a different <laughs> thing. So, hey, everyone. My name is Nadine Kuhn and I play a pixie elf called Cecily Mary Nature Spring. Cecily created herself wings that... Unfortunately, don't fly. And now she tries to figure out how to do that. And during that, she somehow ended up in front of the main villain of this podcast. So we will see if she figures out how to fly or if you guys will ever see her again. <laughs> Let's see. It's fun. And for the for the audience, Nadine, which color do Sassley's <laughs> wings have? <laughs> so Sassley's beautiful wings, they're like yellow goldish with a little purple and if you ever thought they would be green they're not <laughs> i'm very colorblind folks and in the last episode i every that's not a, i'm not i am very colorblind on most levels of color uh it ain't just red green it's across the spectrum yes uh i said in the last episode that sassley's wings were green no you just said like and he looks at those green sparkling wings and I was like, oh, who else is in this room? Who else has wings? <laughs> so uh, Sassley has a kind of yellow sparkly wings, uh, yellowish goldish with, with veins of purple. And uh, we all knew that. And that's always the way that it was. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do have a quick question, a very pertinent question for my players today. Because they're, none of them are in a very good situation right now. <laughs> I'm feeling I mean, fine. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the, the boys are halfway through. And I have to say this. We stopped our episode at a giant cliffhanger, uh, hoping that we would be able to record relatively soon after that. Uh, we are recording the day that our last episode released on. So my players have not heard it yet haven't relived those moments in a while and we really stopped oh, i relived middle. that every night every <laughs> night i was thinking well poor sassley standing in front of the main villain <laughs> um but we did stop in the middle of a lot of action here so uh, please excuse us we've been away for a little while definitely longer than we should have been for this but we're very 
excited to get back. But because some of us are in the middle of a battle, some of us are standing in front of uh, the <laughs> the <laughs> leader of the Einheit, Seren, Knecht, Ruprecht, uh, sorcerer, and uh, dangerous demon-looking dude, <laughs> I thought that the question I would ask you all today is, if you had to make a new character... <laughs> Which discipline would your new character be? Is there a different discipline that you would want to try mm. out with different combinations of spells? Uh, what 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 else interests you here, or or maybe a different um, yeah maybe a different species that you would that you would like to play uh, an elf or a centaur or a half giant? Uh, so what do you folks think? Okay, uh, if if I were to get in a situation that I need to make a new character. It's just, it's just a little bit of a uh, mind game. Yeah, like uh, we'll see where it goes. <laughs> I have to admit, at the point of character creation, as I made Eric, uh, I was also thinking about maybe a centaur, because I thought a little bit more movement and overall respected members of the community are pretty mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. So that would be an option. And I think if I would have to choose another class discipline, I mean, we already have a centaur who is a, a musician-magician in the podcast. I mean, <laughs> our director, hey, Ross Ehrenmann. Mm -hmm. uh, we wouldn't need to copy that, but uh, I think more creature master was the other one that interested me quite a lot. Uh, a centaur creature master, like, w I think would be a very cool combination because yeah. centaurs are like, yeah, they are, I don't know, kind of, I do know, a kind of uh, <laughs> politically savvy, but also very connected to the, the magical world. Kind of something between a human and a half-elf. And because centaurs brokered the peace between the pixies and the humans during the first pixie wars... That's why they're they're so respected. There's a lot of a lot of history there, which we have not yet gone that much into. We touched on it a little bit when y'all got into the fight with these ghosts that were in Neudrachenberg. But I think that would be a very cool combination. Yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> yeah. That's why I wanted to make one, potentially. <laughs> but Sebastian, again, it's only theoretical. You know, only theoretical? Can, only if something really bad would happen to your character. Very so. unlikely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you should my... see him smile. You <laughs> no. should see it. No. But you know, in my case, for myself, next episode, I'm definitely going to play, um, <laughs> I think, a, a pixie elf. Because uh, I, I need to, I think I would like to be like more of the opposite of what I'm playing now. I mean, I like Jasper and I want to keep him forever. But I think what would be nice is, you know, having a little pixie elf which is going to be a field mage. And then I want him to be overly aggressive and like, you know, <laughs> he's like, like getting so angry uh, by the little things. And like, like the kobold we met, like the okay, kobold we yeah. met, you know, I want him to have this kind of attitude and then you just... It's like Sassly on speed, basically. It's <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like Sassly mixed with Nutella all the time. That is what, <laughs> what I imagine would be fun. But, you know, if I could... I would only go for Anne Sabine to play, but... <laughs> Anne Sabine from Uzaga. <laughs> I would love for you to play Anne Sabine. <laughs> what kind of mage do you think Anne Sabine is? She's not magical. In any case, she's related to your non-magical family. But if she was a wizard... <laughs> yeah, she's, she's just, you know, like being a field mage, but professional in, 
you know, healing. And, you know, I imagine her being like in, in, a, yeah, in yeah. a war and then she's going around with like um, a Bepantene and, you know, some, some uh, ointments. And then she's like, ah, now you go again. Actually, it reminds me of Jonathan, Eric's friend, is, I'd have to look it up, but I believe is a field mage, but didn't want to be a field mage, wanted to be a musician magician and uh, respects music so much and and devotes, he does use magic to make his items, but he is not a musician magician, which is why he creates beautiful instruments for others because his love is actually for music. You don't always get to choose what kind of magic you do. And some people, maybe their magic doesn't line up with their interests as well, but those people also find a place for themselves so you know the idea of like i'm a field mage so i got sent off to battle but i actually just want to be a medic is is very possible but uh in any case aunt sabina is living in her non-magical house on Uzidome. <laughs> <laughs> well if Cecily would die which might, is probably pretty likely because it's been a while that she's there already if that would be the case i would quit the podcast <laughs> Because, no, I think I would like for the other players to carry her to Neudrachenberg so that she can be reborn as a Wiedergänger in the castle <gasps> and that she can be a ghost and be in the castle for forever and would haunt the other students. She would still try to figure out about the altar, <laughs> but the problem is she cannot leave, but she would be able to fly. I mean, that's yes. that's already a cool thing. So I would try to be a ghost. I would make a Wiedergänger playable class for you if, if you wanted that. I would find that interesting. Hold on, hold on. Are you really planning on yes, killing yes, me? Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so certain. No, it's very, you know, since I, since I wrote the, the game system, there are limits to the amount of time I have, and I do write along a lot as we, as we go, which is why sometimes in earlier episodes that you listen to, there are holes in the rules that I fill later. And uh, if you're the kind of person that that bothers, then get out of here. Come on, I'm just a guy. So there's only four playable species right now, which would be pixie elves, half giants, centaurs, and humans. But I am not against expanding that list and you know adding some other kind of class dynamics yeah to those people i think that would be cool but i know that your hearts lie where your characters are now and everything is as it should be but not for long because sassley currently stands in front of connect ruprecht leader of the einheits and foul creature who stems forth from the shadow realm or so we suppose we don't know that much about him but we're gonna find out and i can't wait to find out what's gonna happen next so without much further ado let's begin this next episode of jk we're rolling last time on jk we're rolling Team Shieldless looked on as the Einheitsehren began their dark ritual. Lord Knecht Ruprecht checked in with his generals, Jewel Arknall, the Centaur-Scorpion hybrid called Manticore, and Dante, the winged pixie elf. <laughs> One of the top politicians of Schimmerheim also assured Knecht that operations would continue to go smoothly in the city. Then, we looked on as its vagish being was used in an arcane scientific ritual and was thrown into the Shadow Realm. In its place, a terrifying Krampine entered and was taken to a holding area. Then a second ritual began as the cultists searched for someone with a key. A photo was used as the focus of the ritual. Before long, I found I was starting to glow. We whipped up a plan to stop the ritual. Mildred with her smoke and Cecily with a successful whirlwind spell. 
even though it was a close call. I grabbed the photo as it floated up to us and immediately recognized my mother's picture. But shh, I haven't told the others yet. We began to escape then, punching out the cultists on the way and picking up his Erdfe. We almost made it out when two failed sneak rolls from Cecily and Mildred in a row cut the other two off from us. Mildred decided to run for the exit, but Cecily used her knowledge of Perchter, Dante and especially her wings to convince him she was a new ally. He bought it, but this only led Cecily deeper into the central chamber of the laboratory and face to face with Knecht Ruprecht himself. Meanwhile, the other four of us went to battle with three cultists bent on taking us out. We are separated, we are cornered, and we are in the heart of the enemy hideout. Maybe next time we should go to Usedom instead. So, there you are, Sassley. Standing in front of this portal to the Shadow Realm, and in through that portal, endless blankets of snow, a metal sort of warehouse workshop in the background, yellow light comes out of a few ironclad windows, but directly in front of you, you face Knecht Ruprecht, the massive man, creature, sorcerer, you don't know. With these curling horns, this long black hair, this long black beard, giant proportions, long fingers, his face white and lipless. To the left of you is Dante, who has excitedly introduced you to Connect in hopes of being able to contact Perchter. And uh, this is why you believe Dante has reached out to Connect. Connect might have some kind of ability to get Perchter to come to you so that you can be introduced to her formally. Behind you are a ring of other Einheitsherren watching this scene unfold. Standing at their head, Yuvel Arkanal speaks with some of them in hushed and whispered tones. Although Dante was very excited to introduce you, excited at the prospect of another pixie elf like him, this is something he never considered. He is the promised prince of the pixie elves. Why should there be another like him? But rather than being jealous, he is excited at the prospect that others might have the magic of Perkta flowing through them. You said a lot of very good, correct things. And Knecht Ruprecht walked up to you and said, <laughs> she is not blessed by Perkta. She is an accident. And that's where we left off last time, but for now we're gonna switch back to the boys. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> now comes the important stuff. So, <laughs> you boys are standing there in the entrance hallway to the hideout of the Einheitsherren, the old lab of Scevius Macrevius. Uh, now, you're not in the worst position ever. You are facing down two cultists in the middle of a battle, but Mildred and 
Yazedva really did a good job of taking care of this other with a nice Zalbeschlag, a natural 20 roll from Eric as well, and really knocked out this cultist who had followed you into the hallway. And now you're just dealing with the two from the front door that you had passed by earlier. Yazedva is currently in this massive giant form. He's 15 feet tall, does not fit in the room. And every time that he actually manages to hit somebody, which is not every time, but when he does manage to hit, it is quite an impressive blow. Mildred has an electrified wand in her hand uh, and is doing double damage per hit. <laughs> so with the four of you now facing down the Einheitsaren, the chances are looking a little better that you might escape with some shred of your constitution intact. And dignity. Don't forget dignity. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, this Einheitsaren, who is covered from the neck down in lizard-like scales, takes its first turn, <laughs> is the first one to go. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the way that the room looks right now is um, there's the, the big metal door that you entered through originally, that the door that leads to outside. And the two Einheitsaren are basically on either side of that door kind of blocking your exit. The closest would be Jasper. The next furthest down would be Eric. The next furthest down would be big ol' Yazedva. And the next furthest down will be Mildred, kind of in a line. This Einheitsaren is gonna go first and is going to actually try to run in closer. Wants to get past you all further into the hideout to get more help and is not going to expend a run action, is just going to move their normal movement. This is going to put them just past Yezedva, did not make it past Mildred, and fires a Schattenschlag at Mildred. Oh no! Um, most definitely gonna hit. <laughs> Hits. So you see this again, this kind of slow buildup, and then a suddenly fast blast of dark energy it hits mildred in the chest and she's going to be rocked back several feet she will roll a constitution roll and fail very badly and oh we should have asked mildred what she wanted to be when she would be reborn uh -huh. <laughs> That's good. oh poor thing mildred only has one constitution left she lost one earlier you see that she's knocked oh, no. back and she sits down hard on the ground but that is the end of the Einheitsaren's turn. There's still one at the door. There's one that's almost to the other door trying to run into the hallway. It is Jasper's turn. Jasper, you're blinded. Ah, good. Um. <laughs> so is the Einheitsaren, by the way, but he didn't use any abilities that would be affected by the blindness in this turn. If he'd used a run roll, then he, he would have. But that's why he didn't run. He just kind of... You know, you, you just imagine Jasper right now. He, he knows that he's blinded and he's trying to take in the environment with his other senses, mm -hmm. you know, listening, hearing, and, you know, feeling a <laughs> little hole from the door where maybe some wind is coming through. <laughs> and then he's, like, pointing out who could be the next target for him. And it's going to be, if he's trying to, to manage to point it that way, going the one straight at the door. I think the one who just did the Zauberschlag. Uh, the one by the door is the other Einheitsherren, the one with the wolf eyes. Yeah, but I think it's good because I mean that's I mean that's that's where he wants to go. So he's in his way, and I think uh, no, nothing special. Let's go for a good old Zauberschlag. 
And it's a uh, 14. 14. Okay, he's going to roll a... This is a spryness roll. Oh, fail. Rolls a five. So you do manage to hit him. Ooh. And he says... Uh, uh, <laughs> I should be better at puns. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He says, I'm going to grind you into a pup. Like a wolf pup. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool wolf pun. Ah, and you hit him. Uh... He does survive the the constitution hit, but the hit still takes, so he'll need to survive a 13 or higher next time. But you see that he's he's slammed into the the door behind him, but the door kind of keeps him upright, so he doesn't quite get hit as badly mm. as he could have been. That's Eric's turn. Ah, uh, uh, dang it. We have the one at the door, and we have the one who tries to get more. Mm-hmm. The... The one at the door has been hit once. The one between Mildred and Yuzerdva has all three constitution left. Uh-huh. Hmm. <laughs> you go, Eric. You you manage that. I mean, I'm thinking about asking Yuzerdva if you can just sit down on the one guy trying to run into the back. I mean, you can assume that Yuzerdva and Mildred will both try to go for the guy that's between them who just hit Mildred. <laughs> Yeah, I I assume that much, but uh, it's always better if we get that one down. I mean, if he's away, he's away. We can still try to get the one at mm-hmm. the door. And it's better to start to hit the one uh, running in hope that the other two can take them down quicker because of that. That's my hope. Okay. Are you using any movement? Uh, if I need to so that I can fire a spell at him, yes. You don't need to. Just asking if you wanted to position yourself, you know, behind Mildred, closer to the door that this guy is trying to get through. I would also let you ready an action if you wanted to hold your action and try to stop him on the next turn. Uh, just just out of curiosity, the, the door, the one he's aiming for in the moment, does it open out of the room or into the room? It opens inwardly into the room. Yeah, well, in the worst case, I'll try to block the door. Okay, so you can do that with the regular movement action, and then you can hold your action if you want to try to block him physically. Yeah, I would like to do that. Uh, no, no support for our enemies here. Okay. No, 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 no. So Eric uh, slides underneath Yezadva's feet and then pushes past this Einheitseren who is kind of in the middle of battle with Mildred. So pushes past the two, the two of them and puts his back against this big metal door into the lab and readies his wand in front of him to do something physical to stop this Einheitsaren from coming through. Uh, the next turn is going to be Yezadva's turn, who's now <laughs> just saw this Einheitsaren blast Mildred into the ground and is going to clobber him now. <laughs> and says, I told you not to do that. And takes both fists and just tries to bring it down on this guy's back. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, okay. He rolled okay. Oh, my God. Those metal dice are rolling insanely good today. My big evil guy. Uh, he does miss this this gentleman, unfortunately. Dang it. And that's going to be the wolf Einheitsaren's turn that Jasper just attacked. Destroyed, Destroyed, I would say. Destroyed. And he kind of shakes off the hit and says, better take a deep breath. Oomphen schrumpfen. And ooh, barely does cast that spell. I need a 
deftness defense roll from you. Me? Jasper, yes. Um, do I have any more disadvantages with, uh, with my condition? No. Okay. No, this is purely magic. Ooh, that's not... It's just a seven. It's not good enough. You feel your throat <gasps> constrict. He's casted the shrinking spell you've heard before. <gasps> and you feel <gasps> that your air passage is being constricted in this moment. You can go ahead and mark on your sheet that your next constitution roll will have to be a 13 or higher instead of a 10 or higher. Well, that was a hit. <clears throat> and that's going to be Mildred's turn, who has to expend her movement to stand back up. But luckily, there's <laughs> Einheit Saren directly in front of her, and she will try to stab him with her pointy stick, uh, meaning her wand, her electrified wand. <laughs> Nice job, Mildred. Mildo, Mildo, Mildo. She does manage to hit him, and a stab with an electrified wand is going to be two constitution points. So she, like, gets up. She grabs his Einheitserin cloak to pull herself up, and as she pulls him up, she stabs her wand into his stomach <laughs> like an absolute just... <laughs> Like a rogue from, from a D&D campaign. Just so swift. Uh, so this guy will roll two constitution. That's a failure. And that's a natural 20. Uh, let's see. This is the scaly Einheitserin. Down one constitution and still does take a hit. So needs a 13 or higher on the next one. Both Einheitserin looking eh, not so great. <laughs> That brings us around to the scaly Einheitserin's turn. You see that he's going to use his movement to try to push past you, Eric. Yeah. This is going to be a contested spryness roll. Mm. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous. He rolled very well. I hope the blindness uh, Ooh, works. Oh, you are right. Thank you for reminding me. Thank you for reminding me. It's so good to have you now at team, Sebastian. <laughs> You're totally right. Uh, so... It's still a good roll, but not as good. Yeah, I, I, I hope 16 is good enough in that case. Oh my gosh, 16 is a tie. <laughs> Oof! But who wins in a tie? The defender? No, the aggressor wins in a tie. The person whose turn it is wins Dang in a tie. It. Um, but that is oh, insane. But I will say this, it's a tie. You do get in the way. That's his turn because he used an actual movement action to get past you this was not this was more than just like moving 30 feet uh, or whatever this was actually pushing past you to get into the hallway but you see that he's in the hallway and running directly across into this main room oh, no. on his next turn he'll get there jasper you're quite far away from this but it is your turn you are still with the wolf einheitserin at the top of the chamber yeah so theoretically as a player <laughs> I think it would be. I think it would be easier for me to attack the one, the wolf guy. Yes, definitely. Instead of the scaly one. It would yeah, be, yeah. But I think we we still have like Sebastian's turn, and we have still three turns on our side. You have all three turns on your side before this yeah. guy gets to go again. Yeah. Guys, you got this. You got this. <laughs> you know, let's go for good old Zauberschlag for the wolf guy. Thank you for your trust. <laughs> yeah, you know, commitment is everything. I just like the idea that Jasper is just hammering this wolf Einheitserin with salvage shock. He's just, <laughs> just over and over again. Okay, stay down, stay down, stay down. You know, it's like in Super Mario when you have the brick on top of you. You yeah, just, yes. you know, you, you push it as all the coins. Uh, and I rolled a, a 13. 
A 13. Uh, very nice. That is a success. Ooh. And this time, he does fail. Uh, so you do manage to hit him. <gasps> and fails the constitution roll as well. Yes! You're... you're <laughs> Your simple but effective strategy of just hammering logs at this guy it does work, and you see this time when it hits him, it does not, like, kind of deflect off of him. Uh, he really slams into the door behind him, and you see physical pain as his shoulders were rocked into this. Uh, and this wolf Einheitserin is looking pretty hurt. <laughs> uh, Eric, it's all you. <laughs> You're standing behind the Einheitserin who's very, very nearly into the main room. Sebastian, I just say this, you you better take care of him. You! Because I can't. <laughs> yeah, don't yes. pressure me. Everything's fine. No, 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 no. <laughs> Actually, I'd like to tackle him down. Okay, go for it. So, uh, again, this is a physical attack roll for you. Uh, he's going to roll straight spryness in defense. Yeah. Uh, his, his blindness does not affect this because it's a defense roll. He doesn't, he's just trying to get away. But if you have any bonuses to f physical attack, you may use them. Mm, no, magical influence and creature trust. Uh... Not really a lot there, but... You know, Yuzeva actually has a spell that he can use for that, but he doesn't uh, cast magic while he's in this big ol' form. <laughs> hmm, yeah, I imagine it's a bit hard to hold the tiny wand in between <laughs> those giant <laughs> fingers. <laughs> True. Is this a chopstick? No, it's a toothpick. <laughs> yeah, it's basically going to be Sprinus for Sprinus. Okay, it's a little bit better. It's a 17 this time. I hope. He only rolled a six. Oh, God. So <laughs> you actually do leap after him. You get his his legs just in both arms, and he slams into the ground. And this was a physical attack roll, so he's going to roll a defense roll, actually, <laughs> for that. Uh, he, rolled, he rolled very well. So he survives that, but that's two... Constitution rule says he survives. His next constitution rule has to be a 15 or higher to survive, <sighs> which doesn't matter much because it is Yazerdva's turn, and when Yazerdva hits, don't matter how, <laughs> how many you've already taken. Yazerdva runs after you. Uh, since you've already tackled him, I'm going to say he has no problem uh, g getting to him. He, the, this guy is restrained right now and he's actually going to pick him up yes and he's going to try to throw him back into the hallway yes <laughs> <laughs> so he tries to throw him back into the hallway this is going to be contested spryness again it's not a i'm going to count this as like a regular attack instead of his punching attack which is a automatic 20 but with the added bonus of getting this guy <laughs> back into the hallway. So Yuzerva does that. Uh, Yuzerva just cannot roll very well today. Oh, but the... So Yuzerva rolled a nine, and I thought, oh, that's not great. And then this guy rolled a five. Yes! <laughs> so Yuzerva picks him up and throws him back into the hallway. And this guy just... Uh, he will roll a, not a... Not a super special attack roll like what Yuzeva usually does, but a regular constitution roll, which he succeeds. Insane. <laughs> he needed a 15. He got a 16. His next one has to be a... Oh my gosh. Next one, he needs a 17 or higher to survive. <laughs> this scaly 
scaly Iron Heights Aaron, just, just feeling scrappy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's really devoted to his order. But that was Yazedva's turn. The wolf Iron Heights Aaron now is going to cast a Schattenschlag at you, Jasper. That's going to be a deftness defense roll again for you, Jasper. Mm-hmm. Since you can't see, you can't dodge out of the way. You need to use... Yeah. You need to overpower this guy magically. My inner power. But I'm sure that I can do it. And it's uh, an eight. An eight. No, I'm so sorry. Mm. Uh, This thing slams into you. You're rocketed back a few feet. You stumble against the walls of the rock, and you will a constitution roll. You need a 13 or higher. Or higher. Uh, 14. Yes! Yes! Oh my gosh. You find your inner strength and you brace yourself against this wall with your wand out in front of you and you say something very cool. Ouch. And uh, you'll need a 15 or higher, but you have not lost the <laughs> constitution yet. Very nice. 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 It's Mildred's turn. This Einheitsaren has just been thrown back into the tunnel next to where Mildred uh, is standing. And I'll just say that she had her wand out ready and that Yazerdva threw this guy, tried to throw him onto her wand, <laughs> her electrified <laughs> wand. Yes! <laughs> so that he just falls onto it. So she'll make uh, another spryness roll. She is rolling amazing. She and Yazerdva, I'm using the same dice for them. I'm ca- they're, they're like a team in my mind. But she always rolls amazing on this dice and he always rolls terrible. Um, Finally, they act like parental figures. Oh! Natural one defense roll for this Eichheitserin. Uh, so that's, Oof. he's going to roll two constitution roll. That's a nat 20. Insane. Uh, his next constitution roll has to be a nat 20 or he fails. <laughs> he's, still, he's still rolled an 18, but he's the, he, he, can't, he can't take anymore. So he, he still has a constitution left. I can't believe, I mean, that's an insane series of rolls for this uh, guy. But you see that the wand doesn't really manage to to stab him, but just the very tip still touches him, and then and his hair kind of stands up on end as he's electrified. <laughs> and he's breathing really heavy and doesn't look very good. Both Einheitser now have one constitution. No hits yet on that constitution, but they are both down to one constitution. It is the scaly Einheitseran's turn now. Sees that Yazedva is too much of a of an obstacle to get past at this moment, but is now facing Mildred, who also only has one constitution left. Oh no. And just decides to to try to take her out to better his chances. And he says, I don't know who you people are, but you'll never take down the Einheit Seren. Order will be restored no matter what you try. Schattenschlag. That's a very good roll. Rolled a 20. Ow. That is a that is a good roll. Yeah. That that's a good one. Not a natural twenty, but a twenty in any case. Uh, and Mildred does not get out of the way. She takes the hit and fails it. <clears throat> you see, Mildred, with her wand out, electrified, has just shocked this Einheitserin, and he comes back very quickly. Schattenschlag! It rockets into her head, and you see her take this impact on her head and she falls down to the ground unconscious that was the scaly einheitserin's turn it's now jasper's turn am i still blinded or did i fully see it you are still blinded but you you probably heard a scuffle and a you probably heard uh mildred go ah 
as she electrified this guy, <laughs> and then you heard an impact in just silence. Hello? Guy? Miss Mulberry? Are you, are you okay? Uh, uh. You hear the wolf and Saren whisper, It's just you and me now. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> I mean, if Jasper could see, here's what Jasper would see. He would see himself between two Einheitserren and none of his allies in the room with him. That is um, <laughs> unfortunate. Unfortunate, um, that's the way to put it. But my, my point being, uh, to, to, to try to be as accurate as possible, I'm probably only aware of the wolf guy next to me, right? You heard the other one make his little speech about the Einheitserren in, in the room. Okay. So you know that they're both in the room with you. Okay. Uh, you could feasibly know where, I like magically sense where either one is. You know, you have that extra magic sense mm -hmm. that all wizards have <laughs> then i think i have two opportunities do you want to go for the the clever one or the most stupid one no i think i go for the most stupid one um i would like to do um you know if you know the backstory of uh, jasper i go for a holzformer yeah and i think about a big a huge baseball bat oh i've been waiting for this moment oh, for so long no. i've been waiting for this moment for so long Great. Roll Holtzforma. What is the difficulty for Holtzforma? It's transformation, which is probably potency in the end. Yeah. And what do you need to roll? I need at least a five for make it succeed. Okay. For a baseball bat, not that hard. Just an eight. Okay. Please. Come on. It's... Ooh, it's an 11 plus two. It's a 13 again. Tell me about what this wand looks like now. Well, Jasper, he doesn't have to close his eyes because it's completely blindness, but... In this blindness that surrounded him, he kind of relives a moment in his past um, when he was back in school and which for some reason uh, a bat in his hand appeared and he tries to think about what this bat feels like in his hand and then you just hear him, oh it's former! You just um, hear again this crackling wood noises mm -hmm. that, that, that you can imagine and then he can't see it but he still feels like the same grip in his hand back then in the past. Absolutely. And if there's any free action, or I'm just trying to prepare myself. You have free movement, but you don't have an attack left because you cast a spell. Well, then he's just going to stand there prepared, you know? Yep. He take a wide like stance. Someone at a, on a baseball field. Yeah. And he's trying, he's just waiting for his moment to swing around. Okay. Perfect. Jasper, that's your turn. Eric, you are in the hallway with Yuzadva. And you just saw this Einheitserin. You cannot see Jasper and his Einheitserin, but you can see the scaly Einheitserin who just knocked out Mildred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Running back uh, into the room. Mm -hmm. I, I have a spell I need to use. I would like to have Mildred back on her feet. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. Gesundung now. <laughs> okay. You're going to cast Gesundung now and try to restore a constitution to Mildred. Yeah, let me know what you roll. Yeah, I'll do. That looks like a 14 overall. Okay, 14 is going to be a success. So once again, this shimmering light comes from the bow of your violin, which your wand is inside of, and you hear the little, little notes of music, almost like the strings of a violin, as your magic seeps into Mildred and she... <coughs> Uh, and then looks up at you and says, You're a trooper, Eric. You're a trooper. <laughs> oh, God, it worked. <laughs> that is going to be Yazerdva's turn, who 
I'm going to say that you're blocking the way and does not see that Mildred has been brought up and just does a big no and charges in. <laughs> uh, uses his free action to just charge back in and then punch this Einheitsherren in the face. Come on, man. <sighs> he's, he's too much driven by his emotions. He needs to calm down. He does have big... Uh, the sad thing is that like, he actually gets a nice big bonus, but if you're rolling twos all the time, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I will roll a spryness to see if he gets out of the way. If this Einheitsherren rolls lower than a five on this roll, then Yazerva uh, will almost surely take him out. Come on. He rolled a seven. Ah, dang it! He still manages to get out of the way. Yazerva's using a lot of magic to keep this form up, and it forces him to use a lot of concentration. But unfortunately, it's really not working out for him this time. <laughs> uh, okay, but that is going to be the Wolf Einheitsherren's turn. Wolf Einheitsherren sees that Mildred has been brought back up and is going to cast a Schattenschlag over at her. It's <laughs> just been let's try and going to try to keep her down. Ah! <laughs> Pushes past you, Jasper, so that he and his Einheitsherren friend are back to back now, mm -hmm. guarding each other, and uh, cast a Schattenschlag. Uh, fails. Yes! He's just too weak. He's been hit too many times. Uh, fails the spell. And that's actually Mildred's turn once more. She's lost the electricity of her wand. But that doesn't mean that she's out for the count. I want to look at her spells real quick. And see what she might have in mind. She's going to try to... It's a spell that she hasn't used very often in the past, but is feeling like it might work right now. Uh, she did use it to save your lives one time when you, when your car exploded out from under you. She says, uh, She succeeds it, and she casts this spell, which slows down people or objects, and it causes them to move slower at a percentage of their normal speed and is going to cast this at the healthier of this Einheitsherren. Now not only is blinded, but also has the paralysis condition, but combined with the blindness is going to greatly affect their ability to get out of here. So this Einheitsherren, blinded, paralyzed, that's all spryness rolls. So defense rolls are also affected, anything spryness related. Okay. That was Mildred. This is the scaly Einheitsherren's turn. Feeling surrounded is going to take a a chance on a on a strange spell. Feels like he maybe doesn't have that many options left. And you just hear him say, anti-dimension lager. And this strange beam of trans-dimensional energy comes out, casting this at No, 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 no. Casts it at Jasper in this case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The baseball bat is dangerous. Yes, in this the one. sees the baseball bat. Also sees that Jasper's pretty weak right now. Uh, he's taken a few hits. That's a success, and you need to roll a defense roll of potency mm -hmm. to try to use your wand to deflect this. I know potency, and it's a plus two, so I rolled a nineteen. Great, you deflect this anti-dimension log. Of oh wow. And for a moment, you feel that your face gets this rigor mortis. 
like you would have gotten some weird condition that would have locked up your face muscles. And then you use your spell to shoo, with a lot of effort to throw off this beam of extra dimensional energy and it doesn't affect you. <laughs> that was weird. And that's going to be, that was the scaly Einheit Saren. It's going to be Jasper's turn. My turn, my turn. Oh no. Well, now it's pinata time. I, I think we all know what's going to happen. Okay, go for it. Roll a physical attack with your baseball bat. <gasps> it is a uh, uh, physical attack is Brynus. It's Brynus. Okay, well, it is minus one, but still it is a 17. Very nice. I'm happy with that. Yeah, that's going to be... Uh, wh who are you aiming at? The scaly one or the wolfy one? Well, if I have to, I'm just, you know, I know that like they're at one point. I'm just going for their direction. And I think whatever I hit the first, like the one who is closer to me. Um, Wolf is still closer to you then. Well, then I think that's my target. Okay. So you go for that. He only rolls a seven. So you hit him. He rolls a constitution roll. And because you're using a baseball bat, it is automatically a brutal hit. And he needs a 15 or higher mm. to survive. That, that is the bonus of using a baseball bat when you attack. <laughs> you clock this wolf-eyed Einheitsalen <laughs> right in the side of the head, just and you see him collapse to the ground, knocked out. Yeah. Jasper might have some PTSD now because of some flashbacks, <laughs> but uh, I mean, the overall objective is still fine. Long live the Einheitsalen. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, that is going to be Jasper's turn. Eric, it's your turn. It's a little bit sad that it isn't an aluminium bat because that has a, such a satisfying sound. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, there's one more standing. Uh, there's not a lot uh, I can do, but instead of Zauberschlag. Not bad. His paralysis will affect him in his defense rolls against Zauberschlag right now. Thank you, Mildred. So, yeah, go for it. It's a 16. A 16 is pretty good. Uh, his roll was not very good, especially with paralysis. Yeah, tell me how you absolutely destroyed this last Einheitsaren. <laughs> okay, uh, it's like he was the one who brought Mildred down. Mm -hmm. uh, I imagine Eric, especially at this moment, ever since the one very deep conversation they held, even though he was clamped, but still, mm -hmm. it was a very good conversation they had. Uh, Mildred is more than important, and he's like, has a really angry expression just in his eyes as he raises the bow of his violin and shoots this Zauberschlag straight at the Einheitsseren one. Excellent. You blast off a Zauberschlag and it rockets into the chest of this final Einheitsseren who hits the back wall, falls down on the ground on top of his Einheitsseren brother, and you have all defeated these Einheitsseren. There's now three Einheitsseren bodies all on this, actually almost on top of each other. You defeated them all towards the front, or however you want to see it, towards the laboratory side of this hallway. You see that Mildred runs over and closes the door into the laboratory behind you once more. Luckily, you were only in the hallway for, it was actually just one round of battle. <laughs> so uh, it was only the five seconds. So you managed not to tip off anybody, luckily. You see that Yzerva begins to shrink down to his normal size, loses about six feet of, of height, and uh, bends over. <sighs> Sorry, I didn't uh, get more hits in there. I, 
thought that would really make that a short battle. <laughs> it's it's absolutely fine. You throwing the one back was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it does have its advantages. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> and you still see you still see Jasper walking around swinging his bed, like going into a corner. Uh, Je Jasper, <laughs> Jasper, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> they are down. Oh, oh, that's good. You hit the one real good. Yo, thank you. It looks painful. Does, does the blindness fade away? It's going to take a few minutes, but the blindness will eventually dissipate. Oh. Uh, it's not immediate, but we can say that you are kind of in here regrouping. And over the next few minutes, you're going to, some of this cloud of darkness is going to go away from you. So my eyes are yeah. slowly adjusting. Nice, 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 nice. Now, Yazerva and Mildred both still have a spirit freeze condition, actually, from uh, this Weinheit Saron who, who caught them with a blast of cold. Uh, this happened last episode. <laughs> didn't, it didn't affect Yazerva much because he wasn't casting magic, uh, and Mildred was careful about what she cast. But in any case, you see that Mildred has a condition. She is barely hanging on to her last constitution, and Yazerva looks really tired from this burst of insane magic that he did during this battle, which didn't really pay off, but nonetheless <laughs> was instrumental in being big enough to just keep these guys away from the rest of the Einheit Saren. So you see that Yuzerva looks at you, Mildred's just catching her breath, uh, and he says, I'm worried about Sassley. Uh, it's clear to me now that she didn't make it. She never came in, uh, was able to help us with this battle, and, and I think that we should go back and and find her but uh he looks over at mildred and he says i can't allow her to battle in this condition hey you can't tell me what i can't allow it don't tell me what to, i can't allow it and he says let me deal with these three bodies of the einheit saren that are in this hallway right now i'm gonna drag them out into the city and hide them somewhere like somewhere outside of this laboratory um and get Mildred out of here. But we will guard the front door and be ready for you. I think that you two should try to get back in there and get Sassley. We need to help her. Mm -hmm, absolutely, we need to. Uh -huh. Ow. Jasper, your mind map is still working, right? Yes. Okay. And Jasper, it's true. You do have this mind map. And mm -hmm. what I'll say is that not only do you know where everything is, you also know where all the science instruments are, and you know how to use everything there. Uh -huh. Like, you know where everything in the kitchen is. You might know how the boiler room works. It might re some of these things might require you an extra roll to remember, but you kind of know where anything that in a living quarters slash a science laboratory might be. <laughs> so that might affect. Uh, like how you might plan to go about your next step. Yes. Uh, do we know where she went? Um, no. Okay. You know that she was running right behind you, Eric? You, you know that she was behind you? Yeah. And then you heard Mildred yell, run! And then Mildred came in after you with Nighthide Saren, and you don't know what happened to Sassley. It's like she was behind you, and then she just wasn't there suddenly. So she was behind me before we ran that way, so... Where could she be? She's not back in the room where we were before, I think. Well, if she would be on her own, 
I think she would be like in the kitchen, but she, she's not on her own. So maybe somewhere else. Most likely not. Uh, hmm. But we still know that there's like this whole um, shadow creatures in the showers, right? You know that there's shadow creatures in the showers. You like have a very good idea of what's going on in every point of this. You also know that they were in the middle of casting a ritual in the main room. That ritual got disrupted. The picture that they were using as the main focal point for that ritual disappeared. Also, when the Einheitserin called for more help, the only backup came from outside. Everybody else in this laboratory seems to be busy somewhere. I don't want this to, to you know, be like obvious, but I think it's still obvious to go in that room. But, you know, I don't want to feel like, oh, let's go there first because I have this. I don't believe in metagaming. I, I hate the term metagaming. Like, oh, you know this something and then, you know, you act like that just because you knew it out of game. The fact is we could play through where you guys walk through all of the other empty rooms and then be like, oh, it must be in the main room. But that's stupid. <laughs> it's it's just logical. More likely right? that she yeah. is there where most of the others are if she hasn't been able to catch up to us. Yeah. yeah. And I would say this. If you enter into the main hallway, let's say you stick your head out because there's nobody in the hallway, which you know you were just in the hallway, you would hear voices coming from the main room. Like a kind of stillness, but something happening there. And you don't hear anything coming from any other room. Okay. Yeah, well then, Sebastian. Yeah. Like, as a player, I think the best for us to do in order to save this little pixie elf is um, to go to this, uh, like, middle room that we where we can, you know, go to the different uh, rooms where we first entered. Yeah. And then we can try to figure out what, what point we choose. What do you think? Should we should we go directly through the main door into this, this big ritual room? Or should we try to go through the vents again? But, I mean, if we have to do something, the vents are going to be kind of a disadvantage. Well, the vents get us in an elevated position. Uh, they got Cecily, so I don't think they're going to check the vents again. That's just the thought. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I will say there's also three Einheitserin, actual Einheitserin robes in the room with you. Yeah. Ah. So you can quickly change into actual Einheitserin robes. Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's the thing I want to point out as well. Uh, what's more important, we still need some kind of big distraction. That much I can already tell. We need something. Uh... Like an explosion. Like an explosion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, while you think about that and what kind of <laughs> distraction or explosion you want to create, <laughs> your dear friend and valued member of the shieldless <laughs> meanwhile Absolutely. during this entire battle which only lasted a few minutes but seems so much longer and i'm sure it feels the same for sasley who's been facing down knecht ruprecht herself knecht stands in front of you sasley you know that most of the einheitserin who were there casting their ritual are gathered in the back of the room seems like if there's something going on between dante and knecht and this other pixie elf with wings, they don't want to get involved, but they're interested to know what's going to happen. Uvil is whispering with some of them and making assurances. So Connect looks you up and down, Sassly, and he was laughing to himself at first, but now seems to consider you. You know, I was wondering where you were. I couldn't find your dreams. 
or your dear colleagues. What do they call you again at that school, you little group? Oh, we are the Shieldless, sir. <laughs> Shieldless. <laughs> yes. That's all too rich. Tell me, little elf. How did you come to walk in here? This is all too rich. Too circumstantial, too perfect. How is it that you're here? Well, we snuck out from the school, and then we walked around the maze, and then the police guy came after us, and we hit him, and then we were in the forest, and there were mosquito bites, and then we went into the bakery, and it all everything went so fast, and then we ended up being here, and now that we are here, um, I think we we would try to understand what's happening here, and what what's your name again, Knecht? Can I can I call you Sir Knecht? Can I say Knecht? Oh, is, is it like, more likely for you to listen to that? I just would really like to. Um, my name is Sally Mary Nature Spring, and she bows. Well, some call me the Black Hand of Justice, and some call me the Black Mage. Some call me Pector's Chosen, but you may call me Lord Knecht if it pleases you. Of course, super pleasant. Lord Knecht, no problem. So, you keep referring to yourself as we. Is that the royal we? Or did you come here not alone, accompanied? And he looks at Dante, and Dante shakes his head. <laughs> I didn't see anyone else. She was alone when we found her, sir. I was I was alone, I was alone. I'm, uh, we were alone. Myself, us, were alone. Um, me, us, the majesties, myself, were alone. Connect looks at, at Dante and says, I have been dealing with this one for a couple weeks now. She has compatriots, close peers, colleagues. You should be careful that they are not also here. Still, if it's true that you have come here out of a curiosity to join the Einheit Saren, I don't see why that shouldn't be possible. I'm totally curious. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Promise. Sir Lord Knecht. Sir, Sir Lord. And she bows again. <laughs> um, you said you've been dealing with us, me, we, for quite a while. Um, and I was wondering, what did I do wrong? What did I do to harm you? That was never my intention. You found yourself in... A difficult position. This was not necessarily your fault, but I needed you removed from where you were. And I am quite happy that you vacated where you were living. You're so welcome, of course. I needed this space unoccupied. And when I went to go visit you again, I was pleased to see that you were no longer there. But now, here you are, standing in front of me. <laughs> what do I make of that? I must admit, and he looks at Dante, I thought this elf was a freak. <laughs> a strange accident of nature that she had the ancient wings. But when I visited her once, I did find her in the Perchterreich, as if from ages long past. Well... Perhaps you'll have a chance to prove yourself, little elf. 
I will ask something of you in return, and you can ask something of me. Go on, I'm sure you have questions. Um, first of all, thank you, dear Lord Knecht, um, for considering me as a worthy person. And I just, I would like to know, I, I dreamed of Perchta, and she's such, such a beautiful elf, and has beautiful wings and I was wondering what exactly I was dreaming about mm. well I must admit the secrets of Perchtes Reich are hidden in part even from me I am her closest ally but nonetheless I am not known all things I can tell you this the place that I saw you is where Perchta resides to this day, although it seemed quite different. You see, little elf, Perchta's Reich now exists in the Shadow Realm, but it was not always so. When Perchta was in her full power, she lived in the Material Realm. There were not two realms, only one. The Shadow Realm is not a part of nature. It is a fabrication, a creation. It's unnatural. And we here in the Einheit Seren, and he takes in everybody there, our goal is to correct this imbalance. And Sassley claps. (laughs) 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 She thought that would be the right reaction to do. She stops and she looks around. She's like, excuse me, go on. Indeed. Isn't this what we all strive for? Balance in the natural world. What we are trying to do is not evil. There is no need to stand in our way. We are merely trying to restore nature to its rightful place. But I cannot do it alone. Ever since I was banished to the Shadow Realm myself. But you see, it's too late to stop us now anyway. I will walk. Where I have long been forbidden. Cecily. Oh, he walks these halls again. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Yes, you saw my message Mm. at that shield naming ceremony. What a waste. Exactly. What a waste of a powerful tool. (laughs) I saw your message, yes. That was when this this student disappeared, I guess. What was his name again? Where did he go again? She looked with big eyes up to, <laughs> to Knecht Ruprecht. The child is fine. Don't concern yourself with him. I was worried they to try. Let me tell you a story, little one. And then... And Sassy sits on the ground. You can decide. <laughs> and then you can decide if you will join us or if your story ends here. You see that even Dante takes a step back now. This is like almost a holy event. You see... Nearly 2,000 years ago, there was a great battle. Two heroes were chosen between Perchta and Holda. Each one would choose a champion, and those champions would do great battle to decide the fate of the material realm and the shadow realm. And if Perchta's champion was to win, The Shadow Realm would once more take residence in the Material Realm, and 
If Holdus, champion, was to win, then we would be banished to the Shadow Realm forever and forever leave the Material Realm in peace. And we did do battle. Me as Pacta's champion. And Nick, the Red Mage. The Miracle Worker, they called him. As the champion of Holda. Nick allows incarnate blade. That seems familiar. Just whispers to herself. Her ears are moving, she looks up, and she has big eyes and she's like listening. We were locked in great battle. We battled indeed on the place that you now study. That's right, Neudrachenberg now sits where we did do battle. And here's the thing, little elf, Perchter and I were cheated. We were wronged because we won. We won forever in history, branded the losers, forever locked away. But we didn't cheat. We followed the rules of the contract. We were the ones who used cunning, bravery, invention, creation to win the great battle. And in the last minute, that fool of a mage used a cheap trick to lock Pacta and I behind these walls in the Shadow Realm. But all he did was create a ticking time bomb. It can't be stopped. Yes, we were fooled once, but we won't be fooled again. Cecily raises her arm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> kind of building up to something. <laughs> Excuse me. You said you were robbed and it was they cheated. What were the rules and how did they cheat, oh Lord Knecht? Well, the rules were, as I spoke before, that each Holder and Perchter, these two gods of the material and shadow realm, would choose a champion and bestow them with unimaginable power. Indeed, a bit of their essence slipped into both of us. And we did battle. And I slew the Red Mage. I killed him in one-on-one -on -one battle. A battle so tremendous that it changed the very earth below us. But I won. And in the last minute before I won, the Red Mage pulled out a tool. Some cheap bit of craftsmanship. Some cheap enchantment. And used that enchantment to lock me away. The means are not important. What is important is this, that we are close to achieving our goal of correcting this mistake. And the victory that we were promised long ago will finally be ours. And before you make your decision, little elf, I don't know what you've seen here today, but it's clear that you already know too much. I might as well let you in on a little secret. And Cecily goes closer. Her ears are moving, her eyes are big. Knecht bends over. He crouches down, placing his elbows on his knees. Since you are sat down, you only come up to about the top of his hoof. But his face leans close to you, not passing the edge of the portal, but as close as possible. And he says, Did you see our Crampine friends coming over? Did you see them walking around? The ones in the showers. The, 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 the tall, the, the tall, very massive looking crampines, you mean? Yes. No, not really. <laughs> did, not, did not see them that, that close up, though. How bad would it be if I would know about them? Oh, I don't mind at all. 
and he takes one of his hands with these long, long fingers that don't really make sense with the rest of his body, and he presses them against the portal so that it's almost like he's trying to grab your head, but you see that when his hand hits the portal, it's like they're pressed against the glass, and he's leaning against it, and he says, Well, these are not the only crampine in the material realm. (laughs) You see, Normally, the Shadow Realm is quite unstable for creatures of the Material Realm to stay in for very long. And the Material Realm is quite unstable for Shadow Realm creatures to stay in for very long. Maybe a week at most, usually a couple, before things start to affect their very nature. But we found a way that they can stay over for much longer. And yes, in Shimmerheim, it's been difficult to get over a standing army. But we've been at this for many years. And there are many more Krampine throughout this land. We have standing armies in at least two more cities. Hundreds of Krampine. Ready to answer my beck and call. And then he stands back up, sliding his hand up the portal so that it almost looks like he's leaning over you. His massive form, the shadow, casts halfway into the room. You can be on the side with the army. Or you can die. (laughs) Sassley stands up, makes herself very tall, like as tall as she can, can be, and she says, Um, Sir Lord Knecht, I was wondering why you cannot come over to this place, like the Krampines. That would require a magic far more potent. There is no creature my equal on the material plane. There must be a balance, young elf. A balance of latent magical essence in a creature. When we bring over a Krampine, something with an equal magical essence must be traded into our realm. And you think of the Zvergish creature that you saw that was transported into the Shadow Realm earlier. There is no creature on your material realm that equals my latent magical power. I killed the only other one that existed. Huh. That Niklaus guy. Yeah. You killed him. I did, yes. I see. Yes. I I see. I see. Quite. Well, I think I've monologued quite enough. So... Now, here is my offer to you. And he takes a step away and kind of resumes his lordly composure. You can prove your loyalty to us. How can you undergo something to prove your honorable intention? When one becomes an Einheitsherr and there is an initiation process, one must come to the Shadow Realm and work for me for a month. This is long enough to allow permanent changes. And he gestures to the Anaheitseran who have these random changes in their body, these random animalistic features. Not enough to permanently change your essence. And he gestures to himself. And you can imagine that Connect was once human, but has spent, as he said, almost 2,000 years in the Shadow Realm. And the effects are very permanent. Yes, just one month. Enough that your body changes enough that there's no hiding that you're one of us. But not so much that you can't blend into the normal crowd. 
You see, I have been banished for nearly 2,000 years, and this has done as a sort of ritual to give proper honor to the sacrifice of those who came before you to right the wrongs of these realms being twain when they should be one. Come with me. After one month, we will release you into our ranks. You may join Dante in Pixador if you so choose. She looks at Dante and rolls her eyes. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and this will let you out just in time to join us for the next phase of our plan. For in one month, the great hunt will be afoot and our armies will be on the move. You see that Dante actually, at this moment, has stepped up to the front of the platform and grabs her wrist and says, I think that will be quite unnecessary, Lord Connect. She's already proven that she has a deep connection to Pacta. Look at these wings. Nothing else would be possible. She is not mutated, but heightened. She looks again at Dante and she's like, uh uh-uh, you're more useful than I thought. And she smiles at him. <laughs> and she's like, yes, yes, all of that yes. <laughs> And then, seemingly from out of nowhere, you did not see her approach, but seems to appear out of thin air next to you. Yuvel Arcanal grabs your other shoulder and says, I have to agree with Lord Connect. Come now, Dante, there's no harm in it. Let's see if the elf truly is one of us. After all, our ritual did just go afoul. It would be worth it to vet any new members incoming at this particular moment. And for the first time, you see a little fire in her eyes. That lady should really support her voice more. That's just air coming out of her mouth. I can hardly understand her. What do you mean? It's totally normal. That vicious lady. <laughs> I would like to turn around. Cecily would like to turn around. Dante, if you love me. <laughs> but I wonder if it's too early for that. With Yuvel's hand on your shoulder and with Dante's hand on your other arm, seemingly pulling you in two different directions, while the massive figure of Connect looks down on you, you stand with a choice. Choose now, Pixie Elf. Come with me or face oblivion. And what is the third choice? And that's where we'll end our episode. <laughs> <laughs> Magician Master is Michael Moore. Sassley Mary Nature Spring is Nadine Kuhn. Jasper Casper is Lucas Fisher. Eric Miller is Sebastian Kinder. Theme song by Aaron Richards with additional music by Ethan Anderson. Our cover art is by Pascal Genet. Getting out of this laboratory is proving harder than anyone expected, and time is about to run out for Sassley. It's all coming down to the quick wits of our three heroes or the landscape of this story is going to change very drastically, and probably for the worse. 
What do you think our heroes should do? Is there a spell, something to use in the laboratory, a brilliant bit of world lore and role play that might save the day? Let us know on our socials what you think. That's JK We're Rolling on Facebook or JK.Weird.Rolling on Instagram. Or if you really shout out loud, I might answer you on our Twitter at JK We're Rolling One. And buckle up, we might have some more Fredly coming your way. Our current touring schedule is making recordings difficult, but I promise to try to get out our next episode as soon as possible and have some little sliver of the world of Neudrockenberg coming your way no matter what. We just started production on a big old project, but what that is, I will disclose at a later date. You can support the show, meanwhile, on patreon.com slash jkwearrolling if you're enjoying it, and you'll be able to browse around some cool extras there as well if you join up. Today, our extra shout-out is our own Nadine Kuhn. For you American folks, that's Nadine like Nadine and Kuhn, K, you with an umlaut, H-N. Search her up on Spotify or your streaming app of choice to hear some feel-good music, or even better, see her on YouTube on her channel with the same name, Nadine Kuhn, for covers and original music and collabs and just so much goodness. Am I biased? With no apologies, absolutely I am. And that's it for today, folks. So, until next time, keep your head brain sharp and your wand at the ready. What I also think is interesting is that, you know, when I gave you three the list of which classes to play, uh, basically it's it's balanced like this. You have um, very more like attack potency-based characters, um, which would be your uh, creature masters and your field mages. And then you have balanced classes, which would be your potions masters and your professors of tomorrow, which Jasper is. And then you have your deafness-based classes, more like... Influence spells and more mystery-related classes, which would be your musician, magicians, and your arcane science mages. So all three of you picked actually more deafness-based classes, and you don't have a lot of as much firepower as you necessarily could because, you know, you don't have... I mean, when you have Yuzerva with you, then you do, but uh, you don't always have a field mage or a... Uh, creature master with you and i i thought about saying hey you know this isn't necessarily as balanced as your group could be but then i thought hey who are we playing this game for just ourselves that's why we do so well in battles it's why (laughs) it is the long way around the battle it is the long way around the battle um but yeah